Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. Every day on the I Work For Him show, it's our desire to challenge the way you think about your faith and work. Today, we're talking about helping families prepare for the toughest day of their lives by preventing them from shopping on the worst day of their lives. We've got Dave Kimig and Pete Mersch with Dignity Memorial with us today. And you're like, Jim, seriously? Funeral guys? Well, listen, the ministry... On the day you have to make a decision on how you're going to perform a funeral, that's an incredible ministry. These guys are here to help you prevent from having to shop on that day of your lives. We bring on lots of different guys and gals on the show to share about their ministry within their jobs. These guys have a tough job. And I wanted you guys to hear it because what they've got to say, not only how Christ is impacting the ministry that they do each and every day, but what they can teach us is very, very powerful because every one of us, You listening alongside of me today, every one of us is going to have to plan a funeral for somebody, whether it's our mom or our dad or our mother-in-law or father-in-law, our brother, a sister, even a child, a spouse. This is a tough thing. And a lot of times we don't talk about it. I, I don't know that I've ever heard a radio show where they talked about preparing for your funeral service. Not that it's an exciting conversation, but it is a necessary conversation because it says in 1 Timothy 5, 8. But those who won't care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, they've denied the true the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. What we're talking about today is we're talking about the fact that you need to help prepare 
your funeral for your children, for your grandchildren, whoever's going to be responsible for it, for your brothers or sisters. And, and this is a ministry to them because as Christ followers, we're supposed to save up and prepare for them, not dump this duty on somebody else. Pete Mersch, Dave Kimig, welcome to I Work For Him. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Dave. What about Jim? Do you, do you think, Dave, Jim? It's good. We're both Thanks, here. Jim. Okay, good. I'm just worried, so we're having a good time. You know, you guys, uh, you know, Dave, I've known you almost five years. Pete, we've known each other for, I think, two or three years ago we met. When, when Pete, when I found out that you went to go work for Dave, and I've already done, actually done some funerals over at Dave's uh, Serenity Gardens right over there on Indian Rocks Road in Largo. I, I love the connection because what you guys do, you guys have a tough job. I mean... Helping people on that worst day of their lives to shop, that's a terrible job. Convincing people to spend that money ahead of time so that they don't have to shop, that's even tougher. And so you guys have a tough job, but I wanted, I wanted to get that perspective because my listeners, our listeners, the people that are listening to us today and tomorrow and down the road on iTunes, everybody has to deal with this eventually. So, But first, Pete, before we get going with the conversation, I'd like you just to share, how's Christ making a difference in your life today? Well, uh, it's been fascinating. I, I never thought I was going to get into this business, and, and then God intervened, and um, my best friend's mom died, and uh, once I saw that, I knew this is where I'm going. And uh, I contacted Dave, and here I am today. And I'm a member of Bridgepoint Church, and um, I just love it. I'm in family groups and life groups, and uh, it's an important conversation, and even some of the members of the church have been clients now, or are becoming clients, and it's just the most important conversation you can really ever have. Next to talking to somebody about Christ and how Christ has impacted your life and what Christ did for you on the cross and in saving us from our sins and rising from the dead, not so that we become religious, but we, so we can have a relationship with him and our Heavenly Father. Next to that conversation, preparing for your funeral, which is the other guarantee in life. It is the guarantee in life. We will all die. And taxes. Yeah, but we're, we're more likely to pay. There are some people, I'm telling you, Pete, you're wrong there, because some people don't pay taxes. You're there right. are people that don't pay taxes, but everybody will die. That's true. And, and, you know, I heard a conversation today that, uh, I heard the first positive conversation today about the Unaffordable Care Act. A buddy of mine said, I met somebody who's benefiting. He used to pay 1200 now he pays 89 a month. And I'm thinking, fantastic for him. I used to pay $10,000 a year for my family, now I pay twenty. <laughs> it's great. It's the best deal, the Unaffordable Care Act. Okay, but that you said it. You brought up the taxes thing. Step back off the soapbox. Andrew, you're supposed to just mute my mic when I go, when I go political. All right, so you guys are in a very unique industry, mm-hmm. which you know a lot of people don't think of you know, rowdy parties. They don't think of uh, lively entertainment. You're thinking, what, when, they, when they picture the funeral directors, which you guys aren't funeral directors, but when they picture funeral home people, they think... Wow, I can have more excitement with a melting ice cream cone. But what you guys are passionate about what you do. So they first share how God led you to be as part of this funeral industry. Both my parents both my parents prearranged. And when they did, it made a difference on my brother and I and our families when when they passed away. As a result of that, I thought to myself, what an amazing industry, because it didn't make the day better, but it made it um, easier for us to be with each other and have fellowship and really honor my mother and father's lives. When I had the opportunity to join this organization, I thought, I live in this community. I know people in this community. I could visit with people about this subject, and they'll trust me. 
they would trust me because I've grown up here and they know me. And I thought if I could be that person that removed that fear, what a wonderful mission. And so that's what that's what drove me to do it. And you have been part of the community for a very, very long time. And what I love is your passion. When, when we first met, you were training salespeople. You're training sales managers. You're training salespeople in order to be better salespeople. And when I met you and your team at Dignity over there at Serenity Gardens on, on Indian Rocks Road in Largo, and that's the second plug I've given for you, um, the I noticed that you have really invested a lot in your sales team because you've got some great people there. I mean, what we do every day is is visit with families and educate people. And so our whole quest is to take the time to allow people to realize um, you don't have to think of a funeral like you said earlier. It's a it's a church setting. Everyone's dressed in black. You see the back of someone's head. For us, we do celebrations of life. So it's all about getting to know people, what's important to them. And we train on being great listeners so we can understand who this person was and how they want their life to be honored. School teacher, firefighter, you know, whatever their passion was and whoever they were, we want to bring that to reality versus a what we call sometimes a very emotional, depressing funeral. We want to celebrate their life. Well, and and that's the, you know, it's kind of funny what you said that, and I didn't know that about you. You know, we first ran into each other reconnected a couple of years ago when I did a funeral for a buddy of mine's grandfather and that's what I was doing I was just doing a celebrate of a celebration of life service I, I'm not going to do I wasn't wearing black I didn't even have a tie on because I don't even know if I own a tie um, I think those are anti-Floridian you're wearing a you know I'm pretty impressed like a tropical shirt that says dignity memorial on it how come Pete has to wear the tie is that because he doesn't have the tropical shirt or that's or, right you need to get some of those shirts I do have them but I had to meet with an estate planning attorney today so that was, oh yeah, yeah the estate planner that's good so we, we can work on that. Okay, so Pete, the story that you shared with me before we went on the air on how you got moved in this industry. When you and I met, we were networking. I was working with Platinum Information Services, which is a division that I helped launch out here in the Pinellas County and Hillsborough County. And you were working for a copier company, which you had worked in that industry in, into whatever you want to call that, you know, business office machines industry for 20 some years. 23. 23 years. I knew it was over 20. So this was a big move for you. But tell me, tell, t- share with a story with some enthusiasm on what got you here. Well, my, my best friend's mom died, and it was like I lost my mom. And uh, I saw the turmoil that the family had to go through, and it was just staggering. Um, it's not that the funeral went bad. It was that uh, nobody really wanted to step up and help when it came to the finances of that funeral. And it was a traditional burial. And my best friend had to handle that. And basically, after cemetery property and uh, everything involved, it was about $18,000. And nobody, including his father, who was divorced from his mother, nobody wanted to help. And so my best friend, who's just like me, is putting kids through college, is uh, having to pay a mortgage and everything else and the expensive things that you need in life. And here comes, you know, the death of his mother who got pneumonia at 67 and, you know, certainly wasn't called for or uh, was going uh, anticipated at all. Very young to die in today's world. Very young. And uh, nobody could prevent it. And um, so the funeral took place and um, it was a big hit. It was a big hit for my best friend. And I saw what he had to go through. And here it is two years later. And after uh, a probate, because there was no will or trust in place. 
um, it was quite a mess to clean up and there was no help and I just looked at that and I said there has to be a better way I'm getting involved enough with office machines I know what I need to do and and, and what's amazing is that you know as we all, all all us baby boomers have older parents and we're all gonna be dealing with this and it is amazing the stories time and time and time and time and time and time and time again how few people are prepared even with a will let alone an estate, a trust, if they had enough money to put into a trust, and almost never a funeral plan. And, and, and okay, everybody listening out there, you're going to die. That's why you have to make a choice about, okay, am I going to be a follower of Christ or not? Am I going to make that decision for Jesus? Because we make that decision because either he is who he says he is or he is a liar. And if he is who he says he is, he should be the Lord of your life. That's the decision you got to make. But the next decision is, I'm going to die. How am I going to handle it? I can just pretend it doesn't exist or I can get prepared. So, Dave, all day long, you're helping people get prepared which eliminates a lot of stress in their lives, yet trying to get people to prepare, prepare, isn't that like roping cattle with grease rope or something? I mean, it's it's a pretty tough deal. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, honey, let's go talk about our funeral and pay for it and knock that off our bucket list instead of going to Vegas. So that's the first thing. Nobody thinks like that. But for us to be able to go out and educate the public, whether it's a civic organization, a church group, whether it's a business um, or an individual, and just be able to sit with them and share with them all the different things that a funeral director is going to have to go through at the time of need. Once they see there's over 100 questions that have to be answered, if they could take the time to do it ahead of time, it makes a difference in their family's lives. And that's really what our job is, is to get this valuable journal into people's hands so they can walk through it, do their little homework assignment, and then their family will talk to them about it. Otherwise, they'll never talk about it. Never. And that's the sad part, because the scriptures are very clear that we are to prepare our families. We are to help them prepare and to leave them unprepared is is, is just we're going against what God asked us to do. So, Pete, as your your buddy got stuck with this, you saw the impact on his life in two years of messing with probate. Nobody understands. It's bad enough dealing with the death of a spouse or the death of a parent, the death of a brother or sister, but let alone then having to deal with the lawyers and the court system, which is way worse than dealing with all this other stuff. I mean, the money's an easy part comparatively than dealing with the court system. And, and it just... You just want to mourn for your own. He probably just wanted to mourn for his mother, but instead he's dealing with. Bleh. Yeah, that's the that's the crazy part about it. But when you prearrange, we're taking about ninety percent of the turmoil right off the table, Jim, and that's that makes such a difference for families. Uh, you know, I meet people every day, and one of the questions I ask them is, you know, are you setting money aside for the funerals of your brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers? And a lot of them say to me, no. And the reality is, is they're not doing it for you either. So the real question is, how is this going to be paid for? A lot of people think it's life insurance, but I'll let Dave talk about life insurance. We'll talk about that after the break, because I know a lot about that, because you don't know this, but I have, I've been life insurance licensed for 25 years, and I've delivered life insurance checks, and I've sold a lot of life insurance, and I know the story behind that one. But here, okay. here's, when, here's why we're talking about this, and I work for him today. Each one of us, this is not, you know, this is not something uh, that only Christians deal with. This is something that everybody deals with, because everybody dies. 
That's right. Everybody dies. I didn't just say something earth shattering, but what's amazing is, Pete, I want you to have that quote ready for me because the, the, the one about the baby boomers, the, it's amazing how many people just pre- pretend really it's guys our age. We all think we're going to live forever. We act like we live forever. In fact, when our nephews or nieces come over and they want to play outside, we go act like we're still 20. But yet we're not 20 anymore. (laughs) In fact, we realize the next day how not 20 we really are. I want you to read the quote after the break. So when, but here's what we're talking about today. We need to wake up and prepare. Just like Dave Ramsey every day saying, hey, you got to set aside money uh, for your emergency fund. This, and we need to pay off our debts. This is one of those ones. This is a debt we're paying so that our children don't have to pay it. And it's not a debt, but it's a planning. And, and Dave, I want you to use your line and we're going to go to break. Why? Do you help people pre-plan? So they don't have to go shopping on the worst day of their life. Their family doesn't have to go shopping on the worst day of their life. It's time for our book highlight segment brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Today we're giving away a personal planning guide written by Dignity Memorial. This personal planning guide features easy to follow instructions to help you organize and record information necessary to fulfill your final arrangements. Take time today to plan and that will help you and your family gain comfort and peace of mind being prepared for one of the worst days of their life lives all right so dave explain this personal planning guide you talked about the funeral directors asking 100 questions of me on the worst day of my life when my mom dies or my dad dies or my spouse dies or my kids die this is this those 100 questions that's about 95 percent of them what takes place ahead of time if you can do it the personal planning guide is really a gift of love if you fill it out if you journal your thoughts if you list what's important to you and who's important to you and how you want everything done then your family will get that book ahead of time and they'll look at it and they'll have questions to ask that they can never ask if you had passed away so then they get to have a little collaboration understand it and they'll never talk about it again and they now have all of the things that are important to you when you pass away and so, it means everything to them so it's most of the questions now this still this obviously doesn't have casket selection this obviously doesn't have burial plot or crematory plot it doesn't have cremation or view review it doesn't have any of that stuff it will it, it will have does. that stuff yeah. the things that it starts out with is vital statistic information that's necessary right away then it has things about how you want your life honored and who you want to be a part of your funeral and who you want your pallbearers to be or if you want cremation or where you're going to be buried you know things like that if you're a veteran things that are important to you social security all kinds kinds of things that are going to come at people very fast when something happens. We get to walk them through it, educate them, kind of highlight stuff, and then it's a homework assignment for them to fill it in and share it with their family. Now, Pete, you mentioned there's a special version of this for veterans. There is. And it includes all the forms for them as well. Unless the, unless they don't have that, then they're searching all over the Internet for them. And so, um, you know, veterans have special burial rights, uh, and there's benefits for them, such as cemetery property. But uh, we want them to be informed as well, too. Sometimes I meet with veterans, and they have no idea, but they think everything's covered, and it just isn't. All right, so you guys are in the ministry of the funeral business. Each and every day, you're touching the lives of people that are either hurting or they're trying to keep their family from hurting. So you've got pre-planners, you've got plot pickers, you've got impending death, and you've got sudden death and tragedy. You guys are dealing with really rough stuff. Pete, how do you keep your faith at the forefront of what you do each and every day? Um, I pray. Every day. Um, uh, My wife and I pray every night and uh, ask for blessings because there are some difficult days. Um, About three weeks ago, I had to do a terminal illness situation where um, it was a trust for someone that was in hospice care. And the gentleman was there and crying the entire time. And so it uh, it takes some prayers, Jim. 
Mm. Well, I mean, and we know that there's a power of prayer. Dave, you've been doing this a little bit longer than Pete, as you've had the opportunity to minister to a lot of people in, in some really tough spots. What? Talk to me about your most successful um, pre-planning appointment with somebody that maybe didn't necessarily plan on doing it, but you talked to them about the reality of it, and they said, okay, maybe I really should do that. I mean, there's got to be one of those situations out there. I think about that all the time, but it's not like that. It's really, you know, it's it's really different. You know, every single person we get to visit with has a different reason for talking to us. The idea of prearranging means something to everyone, but they don't think about it before we visit. But once we do, it kind of just unfolds, and it's individualistic for every single person. Someone taking care of their brother, their mom, their child, their grandma, uh, a, a, you know, an estate planner. It's just, it's different. There's no real success story except the peace of mind that they have. Have when I'm done visiting with them because they feel better when they do it. That's truly the success. That's why we do it. We feel good. When we leave, you feel so good because you've met someone, you've helped them. Down the road, they're gonna, their family's going to realize it, but they're your friend for life. I see them in a restaurant. I see them all over the place. And my wife will go, who are those people? And I go, oh, that's Mrs. Smith. I met her yesterday, and I took care of her family. That's the power of this ministry. That's why we feel so good every day, helping people, because we're not funeral directors. That's a different right. conversation to have. Right. No, that's the conversation you do don't want to have you guys are trying to help people plan ahead which is a scriptural principle we started that off with the verse at the beginning of the day today from first timothy that we are supposed to prepare for our loved ones set aside for our loved ones and this is one of those huge set asides pete you moved into this industry because your buddy's mom died unexpectedly at 67 very very young and you just saw what a disaster what a pain it was for him and you said wow i want to help people avoid that Absolutely. Um, you know, I had a situation about two weeks ago where I met with a lady who um, just moved down here from Pennsylvania. Her husband was a uh, sergeant uh, for the Marines and died. And uh, I did pre-arrangements, pre-arrangements for her, but her 18-year-old daughter was in the other room listening. And she came in and said to me, I'm 18 what is this going to cost when I'm 86? Well, well, let's talk about let's talk about numbers for just a second. Let's stop yeah. right there. Right now, the average funeral. Let's just say somebody has a, re, a a viewing. They have a funeral service. They actually buy a cemetery plot and a tombstone. They buy a uh, one of those cement crates that you put the casket in. And I can't think of the, the word for it. In vault. The, the vault. They the put vault. the casket in the ground. They've got a casket. They do the whole service. Uh, they may have to rent the funeral cart in order to transport people. What is that average funeral cost? We're, we're talking. A conservative average. What's a conservative average one cost? Twenty-two grand. Twenty-two thousand dollars. Pete, you mentioned earlier that the um, life insurance is not the answer because well, well and, and it's the answer, but it's not the answer. Life insurance is great, and, and here's what I know about life insurance. I sold life insurance. For, I'm still licensed to sell life insurance today, but I'm not active in doing it. Life insurance is a set aside. In order to collect on your life insurance, number one, you have to produce a death certificate, which takes days, in fact, weeks. You just said 10, day, 10 business days, which is two or three weeks to get the death certificate. Then you send the death certificate to the life insurance company, and as long as there's nothing suspicious or unusual about the death, you could still take 60 to 90 days to get the check from the life insurance company. And if there's anything weird about the death uh, and the life insurance policy had just recently been purchased, that could take even longer. And really, but when, when somebody comes in and has to arrange a funeral because their spouse has just died or their mom or dad has just died or a child has just died, you guys aren't waiting for that life insurance check. You need to be paid today. Life insurance is for the living. 
and that's why you did it, so that when you left this earth, your family could deal with you being lost and a loss of income. For us, if people prearrange when they walk in, that life insurance money is truly set aside for what it should be. Versus, you know, having to pay a funeral director with it in two months. But we expect our moms and dads to have money in their checking account to be able to pay for their funeral. But if both your mom and dad die and you're not a power of attorney on their checking account, that money gets locked up in probate, which is what you talked about earlier. Yes, you don't get access. You don't get access to that. And your buddy, you said, just ended up fighting a two-year probate battle in order to settle his mom's estate, which Seven. costs money. Seven grand. Seven grand, which that seems a little conservative. Actually, that's not actually too bad. I've heard way worse stories than that. But so that money is locked up the minute your folks die. If you're not already set aside with a power of attorney and and you don't have access to the checking account, that money doesn't do you any good. This is that's why pre planning and prepaying is so important. Well, prearranging bridges that gap. There is a gap there. Um, you know, life insurance doesn't pay immediately. They legally have up to six months. And then in addition to that, in the meantime, the question is, is where is that cash going to come from to pay for that funeral? How is the family going to get together? You know, we have rooms, Jim, in some of our funeral homes where down the hall, the Jerry Springer show is going on. The family's in there arguing. You know, that's not what mom wanted. I'm not going to pay for that. Don't put that on my credit card. How are you going to pay me back? It's happening. It's probably happening right now. And so when I said earlier, we take 90% of that turmoil off the table, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a powerful ministry. Why don't you pull up that quote that you've got? You know, one of the things that, uh, at, you know, this is a show about Christians in business, whether they're an employee, whether they're a manager, a supervisor, or a business owner. And what amazes me is I meet with Christian business owners all the time, people that own businesses, and I say, what's your perpetuation plan? I mean, you guys are talking about providing for a funeral. I'm talking about, okay, let's just say Dave or Pete or listener, Jane, Bob, Jimmy, Sue, whatever your name is, thank you for listening. You own a business. Your perpetuation plan is for, you. maybe you have 12 employees. What happens to your employees if you die? Do you have a plan for your employees? It's nice that you have a funeral plan for it. That's super nice. But what about your employees? I am amazed at how few Business owners have a perpetuation plan. They don't think past the day they die. They don't realize what their wife is going to inherit the business, but she doesn't want to do that business. And your employees may carry it on for a little while, but it was your leadership that made it so dynamic. So this is a, this is a huge piece. And Christian business owners out there, it's even bigger. You need to sit down with a planner. That's what Luke and Dave and Dave and Luke and Randy from Bel Air Wealth Management.com. Those guys can help you with that. All right, so Pete, you had a really great quote. I wanted you to read it, and I'm sorry it took me so long to get to it. Well, this came from the National Funeral uh, Directors Association. So if people want to sign up for really great quotes, that's where they should go. No, that's not where you go. But anyway, it just caught my eye, and it basically says, uh, this is a documented trait of the boomer generation. They see themselves as forever young and definitely not old, and regardless of their age, many exhibit extreme denial of needing to deal with the idea of death, which is a huge emotional barrier to prearranging. Yeah, and those the baby boomers, I was right at the end of the baby boomer generation, born in 66. Actually, that's not quote-unquote really qualified to be part of the baby boomers. It was 65 and before. But they're, they're now 49 to 50 to 70, the baby boomers. And, and again, they're, they're still living in denial, which, by the way, is not on a river in Egypt. We're talking about people that just are saying, well, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to plan for this. Or my kids are going to pay for it. Or the government's going to pay for it. Which, by the way, the government does give you money for your funeral. What would you do with the 250 bucks? 
255. It's 2 excuse me. I apologize. I knew it was 255. I misquoted that. What would you do with all that money? How much of the funeral would that pay for? Nothing. There you go. One 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 hundredth of a percentage point. All right. So this is why it's so serious. And as Christians, that you're listening today, this is an important thing to take care of for your family. And a lot of people look at and the phones have lit up crazy for people calling in for this planning guide. Not because nobody wants to plan. What are we expecting? That we're all going to be taken out in a ball fire, you and your whole family? Plan. Call today. I'm sorry. I got sarcastic. My wife's going to yell at me later. Call right now. Get your personal planning guide. This is a free gift that they're giving you to help you set up so your family's not surprised. And you can actually start doing pre-planning is one piece. Pre-paying is another. Let's talk about pre-paying. I mean, because that's something somebody can say, I want that $22,000 funeral, but I don't want my kids to have to pay for it. I want to prepay for it. Here's all the arrangements. How do they How do they do it? I mean, they, some people can write a check. Like sure. if I'm if I'm 50 today, which I'm not 50, but I'm close and I want a $22,000 funeral, that's that's what it costs today. But I might not die for 35 years. How does that work? One of two ways. You can write a check or put it on your credit card and get points, um, which many people do. <laughs> okay. Or or you can put it on a, a time program, whether it's three years, five years, seven years. We make it work within a person's budget. We just want them to be comfortable knowing that once they've prearranged, they've taken the burden off of their loved ones emotionally, and financially they've frozen the cost. So it's a benefit. So as long as Did- Dignity Memorial is still around 50 years from now, which they've been around for a very long time. 50 years. Okay. So 50 years from now, it doesn't matter if the costs are now instead of 22000 honestly, 30 years from now, they could be fifty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 because land and the environmentalists probably won't let us bury people anymore by then because, you know, that's just one of those stories. Again, step off the soapbox. Uh, you, uh, but that's what the guarantee is. Once they're paid, they're paid. You freeze the cost. The moment you prearrange, the cost will never go up to your family. That's fantastic. And they can arrange any any sort of arrangements. They can be just from simple cremation and a little service to an elegant funeral with, you know, people driving down the road with flags on their cars and their lights on. And people really do a celebration of life now. So, for instance, you know, you said you were from Minnesota and you were a Minnesota fan. So you could have a Vikings funeral. No, 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 no. no. I said it was a Twins fan. I am right. not a Vikings okay. fan. Don't go there. All right. Sorry. Since, <laughs> since, since the fall of 1998, when the Falcons beat the Vikings... Right. That's with it. a field goal that the Vikings missed. Do you remember that? The NFC Championship, the Falcons against the Vikings. The Vikings had gone 15-1 and that year. They, they, were, they were ahead, and they missed a field goal. But Anderson had missed a field goal all year, and, and then he missed. And then they lost it, and they didn't go to the Super Bowl. Sorry, thanks a lot for bringing that up. My counseling, and i, I got to go back to counseling. That's true. Thank you for bringing that. I'm a Twins fan. Well, Twins. Let's say okay, that you wanted to have you. a Twins funeral. Then oh. we would do that. We would look at all of the great pictures that you took and the, your memories. And we would literally have our entire staff decked out in Twins uniforms. I mean, the whole theme would be Twins. So we listen to your family. We figure out what you want. And we celebrate your life and honor your life in the way you would want it to be honored. And you get to do that ahead of time. You get to design it and say, this is how I want to go out. And it's fun. We make funerals fun. Well, and my funeral wouldn't be about the Minnesota Twins, but it would be absolutely a Hawaiian theme. Everybody has to come in shorts. I've already told my wife, I already told my buddies that when my ca- I want an open funeral, I want an open casket, Vuel, the whole thing, because my buddies have to verify my wife hasn't tried to put me in a suit, that I don't have long pants on. I must be buried in shorts and a Hawaiian shirt, and my service is going to be a worship service, and I want people to be told the truth about Jesus Christ, not the religion, but I want the truth preached about Jesus Christ at my funeral, and I want fantastic 
music to be there, and I want everybody to be partying because I'm I've made it to heaven. The poor saps are left behind. I'm in good shape. I'm not there. That's just my case left over. But it better be in shorts. That's all I got to say. And my wife knows that now. It's recorded for history. Wow. So we prearrange that, and you're done. Right there we go. So we prearrange that. So, but people can. So that you're saying they can finance it or make payments over over a period of time, or they can they can write a check, get points on their credit card, uh, and, and you've got people can spread it out over a number of years. So one other thing that's very important with with prearranging with our organization is that you're covered anywhere worldwide. So if you were here, moved back to Minnesota, you're covered. You were traveling on a cruise ship and passed away, you're covered. You were in another country and died on vacation, you're covered. That's a big peace of mind. Travel is probably one of the most, you know, people don't think about it. Well, I took care of it, and, you know, if I pass away here, it's great. But with our program, you're covered anywhere in the world. So it really, really does make sure that you never have to think about it, and neither does your family, wherever you are. All right, and that's what we need to do. We need to help our families out. And this is something, you're a business owner, you're working in the business, pass this message on. You first plan the perpetuation plan to let your employees know, hey, if something ever happens to me, you're taken care of. And here's how I did it. I went to Dignity it's really hard for me to say Dignity Memorial I did my personal planning guide then I went and met with Luke and Dave and Dave and Luke and Randy from Bel Air Wealth Management dot com and they helped me plan for my business talking about preparing for your funeral and what a ministry that is to your own family and a lot of people know that they need to do this but a lot of times they avoid the conversation and uh, that's what's amazing is how many people really avoid this conversation so you guys when you get somebody how do you actually get people to meet with you don't both fight over it. <laughs> well, it's different. You know, we do a lot of different things. We visit with churches and we visit with... Um, so you'll come out and talk to churches and talk about this? Absolutely. We meet with the, with, um, the different groups, you know, the elder groups and, and all the different ministries. Um, we deal with civic organizations and businesses. But most importantly, we're always out talking to people. So as we meet people in, in, in our everyday lives, we ask them, you know, have you ever spoke to anyone about this before? And most people will say, No. That's when we have a chance to at least get them our, our personal planning guide and, and begin the process. How long does it take people to actually get the personal planning guide done? It's different. Some people sit down and go, let's get this knocked out on a rainy night. Other people, it could take, like you, Jim, six months. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Pete, do you have yours done? I do. Okay, did your wife help you? No. We is hers done? Or, or you hers did? is done. Mine's done. What about, okay. All right. So the girls, you got four girls, right? Yeah, but they're you didn't in college. Say how, I know. I understand. So? Okay. So, I mean, what does that mean? They're in college. Okay. Did you want to say hi to them today? Do you think they're listening? Hi, girls. Hope you're listening. That's right. That's good. Because I know your wife said she promised me she was going to be listening. All right. So we're, we're running out of time. I really want to make sure you guys drive home this point. We actually, everybody's going to die. We've already determined that. Why not plan? If we don't plan, Dave, what's it going to be like? You're going to have to go shop. Your family is going to go shopping on the worst day of their life, and it's just it, 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 nothing makes the day better. So, but Pete, you you did this. You, you went into this ministry so that you could help prevent that pain. How can people get a hold of you so that they can set up a time and actually find out what is this really all about? What does it look like to pre-plan and prepay for my funeral? Well, they can call 727-599-8741 and get me immediately. But we're also doing seminars, and we also do lunch and learns inside businesses for 20 minutes. Um, there's a number of different ways that we can get the word out to people. And once people hear it, they, they're they ready to go. Some are, but then some 
aren't. So it takes time. Have you pre-sold a funeral uh, package, Dave, and had the kids come in and actually thank you for getting that done ahead of time? Have you seen that yet or maybe somebody before you? There's two things. I've never had a family come in and say, we're so upset that you prearranged my parents. Never. Never has someone ever said that to us. But I have had people say to me, I really appreciate what you did for my mom and dad. It made a big difference for us. Wow. That's powerful. I mean, because you really, you eliminated, like you said, 95% of the stress on that day that they they have to start making those arrangements. You know, the final last minute things. Go ahead, Pete. Well, uh, when you do pre-arrangements, you are taking that turmoil off the table, but then the family is just dealing with small things like... What prayers are we going to say? Or um, prayer cards? Yeah. What are we going to eat? And what color flowers do we want? It's not the big things, and so uh, it's just less stressful that way. Much shorter day. Much shorter day for them. So really, the biggest benefit out there, and we're, we're talking out to the listening audience for I Work for Him today. Listen, this is something we all need to do. It's scriptural that we pre- help prepare our families for our passing. We need to make sure that we that our estates are in good order. If you don't have a will. That's a good place to start. That really is helpful, but the, you really need to plan the funeral and the will at the same time. Because why spend all the time telling where the money's going to go if they don't have any money to help bury you? So, I mean, it's really important that you take time to do this. And, and as a Christ follower, we're responsible for doing this. And, and this is something I'm committing on the air. I will get this done before the end of the year. That's the best I can do. And in the meantime, if not, Andrea, just make it arrange. I want all the great music that you'd pick out for my show, and we'll do the funeral live on the air. And you'll be the MC. And then Dave and Pete will join you. Okay. It's going to be fun. And But everybody better be in shorts and Hawaiian shirts. That's all I care. That's all I really care. All right, listen, we're coming to the end of another I Work Ram show. But before we do, you guys got any last words, any last plugs? Pete? Well, it's always better to prearrange than not. And that's the, that's the real the real deal right there. He says it with a very straight face, but inside I know he's smiling because he knows that people can really be touched. Their lives can be touched if you'll just let him help you pre-plan because you're going to eliminate a lot of hassle in the future. Dave, anything? It's just important to get the education. If you get the education, then you can make an informed decision, and it'd be our pleasure to help your listeners. All right, it would be it'd be awesome if you do it. Give him a call. That phone number again: seven two seven five nine nine eight seven four one or seven two seven seven one zero two one zero three. That was too many phone numbers. No, I don't even know what number. I'm going to have to write them both down. and put They'll both be out on Facebook tonight, along with a picture of these guys in the studio. All right, listen, I want you to join the I Work For Him Nation. I want you to go on to iWorkForHim.com, click on the flag, and join the I Work For Him Nation. In fact, Pete and Dave, I expect you to join this tonight. Go out to the I Work For Him page, and I want you to start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. I want you to look for ways to befriend them in your workplace each and every day, to be ready to pray with them when you see that there's an opportunity, then they're down and out, and they really need you to support them to way to serve them in the workplace but all along being the best and brightest example the best salesperson the best what do you call yourself you don't call yourself a salesperson what do you call yourself planning advisor the best pre-planning advisor ever the dignity memorial has ever had go on to i work for him tonight click on the on the flag and let us know that you want to join the i work for him nation and while you're on the website look for the big announcement about huge changes happening in i work for him on monday july the 20th click on the banner up at the top and find out what's going on you're listening to the i work for him show with your host jim brangenberg i'm a christ follower who owns my own business but ultimately i work for him